we recording? Yes. Every time. What do you ask? I don't know. I get excited. When the music starts playing, we're recording. Yeah, but sometimes you play it and then I don't think we're recording. Okay. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. My name is Mauro. And I'm Dan. And this is Let's Talk Talk About about Cool Animals. And that's our intro. I I forgot that. That's our intro. That's our intro. Get out of here. Yeah, there's a fly. Ugh, I hate when there's Don't put flies. your hand on the table. We talked about this. We uh we moved our podcast studio to my apartment because I am taking the week off work. To fit Dan's convenience. <laughs> to fit my convenience. <laughs> so I hauled uh, <laughs> 75 pounds of equipment yeah. in my car. Your, heart, and, your life's really hard. And drove 45 minutes. You love Brooklyn. Just to keep, I love Brooklyn. Just to keep this going. Yeah. Right? Shout out to I, our audience. I just looked at <laughs> just the looked. imaginary <laughs> camera. <laughs> So, for those of you listening and none of you watching, um, Moro just shot a nice wink at the non-existent camera to our left, or his his right, my left. It was a real office moment. Stage right. Did you give like a gym like, hmm? Yeah. Anyways. Um, do we have anything going on? Um, well, tell us about your vacation. How's that going? Your staycation. It's, uh, it's good. We went to a lake yesterday, upstate. Um, lakes are kind of gross. I'm not. It's just stuck water in a hole. I think like if you're gonna go to a lake, go to like a proper lake. We went to like what a lake used to be. So it's just mud. Yeah, it was just like <laughs> basically a bunch of sand and mud and like just bog. Yeah, it was. It was nice to go- get out of like the city and stuff, but um, you know, it was kind of gross. That and uh, there was a bunch of fr- uh, goose poop all over the beach oh, yeah that's always fun but you could tell they like till the sand so it was just like crusty sand with goose poop <laughs> so just, we, you're painting a very descriptive image right now yeah it was crusty goose poop so sand. everyone just imagine a dried out lake with a bunch of goose poop yeah that's so that's what we that did yesterday image in your head. um i haven't trimmed my beard in a little bit so that's growing like, back in like two weeks yeah but it's growing yeah and um i got lightly sunburned that's good. That's you look tan. That's yeah. I've been outside a lot. Oh yeah, you don't get to. You're not outside anymore. I d- I'm not. I'm working in an office job now. Apparently. Yeah, I heard your boss is a real he's a real a, jerk. He's a Whoa, <laughs> children, listen, Harper. I'm very sorry I'll beep, for I'll beep. I'll beep for Moro's potty mouth. I'll beep. Oh hi, Harper. Shout out to our number one five year old fan, Harper. Yeah. Um. Hey, maybe smile. Shoot us a wave when your mom's recording you responding to this. Just gentle reminder to acknowledge us <laughs> when, you're get, when you're getting recorded. Anyways, so, so yeah, Harper's super cute. She is. And she's just doing an episode of Harper. <laughs> well, no, I was thinking like she is gonna grow up yeah. one day, but like it'd be cool to like have a copy of her. Oh. You know, like if we could like photocopy a human like or, or an animal like clone them oh like clone them boom like dolly the sheep was cloned what so yeah we're talking about dolly the sheep we are talking about dolly the sheep dolly the clone sheep the first successful animal clone in from an, an adult cell from an adult please cell. include that because i don't want to get emails saying oh there were animals that were cloned before i'm, I'm not gonna lie i'd be cool if we got an email <laughs> just correcting that just us. means somebody's listening to us so if you're listening to this, regardless of agreeing or disagreeing on our cloning um, terminology, shoot us an email at animals at danspetcare.com. 
So yes, Dolly the sheep was the first mammal in history to be successfully cloned from an adult cell. She was born July 5th, 1996 in Midlothian, Midlothian? Midlothian. I Midlothian. Guess. I Midlothian. Midlothian. Yes. Sounds like something from Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones. Midlothian, Scotland. And uh, she was named after the great American treasure, Miss Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. We'll, we'll talk about how she got her name because it's pretty, it's pretty cool. That's our little teaser for you to keep listening. Just always keep listening. Because, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a funny story. Um, anyway. <laughs> this is funny. So cloning apparently has been around longer than I expected before I started yeah, researching. Been, I mean, if you think about like the idea, so people are smart enough to understand a lot of things, like even, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. So you bet, I bet you that scientists have been thinking about the idea, maybe they didn't call it cloning, but replicating some sort of an animal, making a copy. I bet they've been thinking about yeah, it Yeah, but forever. I feel like that that was like the subject of like sci-fi and, and lore and all that. Like yeah, No lore. one thought it was scientifically possible. Yeah, but a lot of Hundreds of years ago. Weren't believed to be scientific. I mean, like... Science at, is just look like at what, explained magic. Look at what we're doing. We're we talking doing? into these electrified things yeah, that take true. our voice vibrations, put them into a machine that I have no idea how it works, and then shoots it out around the world. We're talking into phallic magnets. I mean, that's all a microphone is. Everything's phallic, I guess. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're going to go through the history of animal cloning because without a history of animal cloning, we wouldn't have a successful sheep clone from an adult cell. So you're real big on this adult cell thing. We have to ex true. specify that. So it goes as far back as 1938 when Nobel Prize winning German embryologist Hans Spemann. Spemann? Spemann? Spemann. Germans, man. Spemann. Oh, the Germans. And look at, look at the year, 1938. So, Ooh. yeah. What? Oh. Yeah. We can, we can sort of draw a connection, but we're not going to. Let's not give the uh, bad guys any attention. Was Hans trying to make a giant clone Nazi army? Maybe. But, uh, he, well, he actually called it a fantastic experiment, so... He thought that he could replace the nucleus of an egg cell with the nucleus of another cell, and that way he could grow an embryo out of that egg, which makes sense. It sounds like a smart like attempt at, you know, that's what science is, right? Yeah. Build, measure, learn. So this is important because it was from, from an embryo. It was an embryonic cell. Yes. not an, It wasn't an adult cell. Not an adult <laughs> cell. If you guys haven't gotten it, it is very important to <laughs> decipher whether it is between an adult cell or an embryonic cell. So this was unsuccessful. He did, did not work. He did not win the Nobel Prize for this. I don't know what he wanted for, but it wasn't for this. He, I, I have a feeling if he was able to replace the nucleus of an egg cell with the nucleus of another cell, he probably was a pretty well-rounded scientist. At the time, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Can you replace the nucleus of a cell? I could take one egg, get the yolk out, and mix it with another That's egg. just making scrambled eggs. <laughs> You're, yeah, you're making breakfast. I'm an breakfast is very different from cloning. I'm a breakfast embryologist. A breakfastologist. <laughs> yeah. Also, mixologist. What's that? It's a stupid title. Anyways, stupid. so also I just figured out. I'm sorry to the sorry invisible to our... camera. Um, this I listened to a stuff you should know podcast about soil, and the study of soil is called pedology, which is unfortunate. 
I feel, Ooh, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like they should rename it to like terology or terrorology or, or something anything like that. that doesn't That's have pedo in it. Yeah, pedology. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, our next in- instance is in 1952. You want to talk about the, Robert Briggs and Thomas King? I would love to. Tommy King. They attempted to clone <laughs> a frog, so they collect the nu- collected the nucleus from a frog egg with a pipette, and they replaced it with a nucleus taken from the cell of a frog embryo. Now again, embryonic cells. It didn't work. The embryo, unfortunately, wasn't viable, but the scientific advancement that took place was the transfer was successful. The DNA transfer was was successful. So that is a leap because of frog. Here <laughs> a we leap, go. Here we go. <laughs> a leap forward in some of our cloning science here. So congrats, Bobby Briggs and Tommy King. Um. <laughs> what's, what's the deal with the frogs, though? Why was that like the... You think the attempted cloner of choice. Maybe it was easy in terms of anatomy or the way they reproduce. I mean, everybody did Because think about it. You have to to get the DNA from two specimens or one specimen because one has to carry it. One has to carry the the egg to term and lay it. I guess people won't get all upset if you try to like clone a frog, whereas it's like... That's true. Clone it to people. People get real. It's just a frog. Because then in 1970, (laughs) another frog attempt another leap in the in the world of what do you call this genetics genetics copy genetics um so john b gordon gurdon 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 g-u-r-d-o-n uh he was successful at cloning a frog uh sort of but the the development of the quote-unquote cloned frog only reached the stage of tadpole and then just died out um he never managed to make that clone specimen grow to adult oh yeah i'm just so i feel like they it tried a... it a bunch of times yeah. and the tadpoles just sort of or if it was a person oh no it was no, like no, let's yeah, not get into that only now. lives to 18 months let's not get do you want to see now. if you want a baby it's only an 18 month commitment man <laughs> try john b <laughs> gurdon's tempa baby and then 11 years later another german if you want to take it Carl Illuminese. Illuminese. He cloned a mouse. That's cute. So they took the nucleus from a mouse embryo and they were actually able to make a clone of that mouse. It was it was basically the same process as um, Bobby Briggs and Tommy King, except it was a mammal. Correct. So again, embryonic. Embryonic. Cells. Not so, adult cells. So it's it's not like they took me. And then cloned a skin me. cell. Took yeah. the DNA from that skin cell. Exactly. And they yeah. took basically what would have been the offspring of me and another being, human being, human adult female being, and then cloned that embryo. So it is a step again, another leap forward. In but this was a mouse. Another piece of cheese forward. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna. Fast forward 13 years to 1994, the year I was born. Neil First, American biologist, he tries to clone a sheep, which he kind of succeeds. Again, he takes the, the DNA from the nucleus of an embryonic cell, and he actually obtains a sheep embryo that develops 120 cells and then dies out. I'm not going to lie. Again, these people are well above my pay grade, but I personally wouldn't call 120 cells a success. I mean... How many cells make up the human body? Millions and trillions and billions. I don't know. A lot. 
but 120 cells that means you were able to reach the more cell than, division stage you know the multiple times yeah so more than that, me that's a success especially with with a mammal as big as a sheep so again now i guess in the 90s the the sheep were the the cloning fad because in 1995 two sheep are successfully cloned but a different method this time so megan and morag were the two sheep and this <laughs> <laughs> These two were cloned at the Roslyn Institute in Scotland, where Dolly was eventually born. But it wasn't from an embryonic cell. It wasn't from a somatic cell. It was from a cell culture. So they basically grew cells in a Petri dish and used those cells to clone. So these weren't cells that belonged to any living, uh, previously living mammal. They just grew the cells and used those cells to implant into embryos, into egg cells. And that way they were born. That actually sounds more impressive than cloning something. Again, just growing a cell? Well, just like, hey, here's a sheep cell and we're going to make sheep out of it. Yeah, but that's not cloning. I, just, just from like a creation of life? Oh, yeah. Playing God, if you will, yeah. or whatever you believe in, spaghetti monster. <laughs> so fast. Pastafarianism. <laughs> fast forward to 1996. And we arrive at Dolly, our girl who is successfully cloned from an adult somatic cell. So a lot of animal cloning has been going on in the last 80 or so years. Yes. Um, ever since they were successfully, they, the science world, successfully cloned mice, rats, monkeys, dogs, cats, cows, buffalo, deer, a camel... Just one? Just one. That's what I found. It was just one instance. A mule, uh, five pigs, and even an extinct species, which we're going to talk at the end of the episode, because that is absolutely incredible and terrifying at the same time, especially because of our segment, Wiped Out Wednesdays, that you might be able to bring back a lot of these scary monsters. Nope. Yeah. No. So Do not do that. Science, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, do not bring back the Titanoboa Maybe bring back Megalodon, but I'm not going no. in the water if you do. No, please. So now, Dolly, we talked about how she was cloned, but how was she cloned? Very, very carefully. Thank you, and that's the podcast. <laughs> 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 so you want to take the reins on this? I'd love it's a to. Lo it's, uh, by the way, disclaimer, it's a lot of science. We're going to try to explain it in the, in the best way we can. Yes. All right, so over at the Roslyn Institute, Keith Campbell and Ian Wilmot, Ian was the, the leader of the group, um, they were doing research in Midlothian, Scotland. Now, Dolly was created using a technique of somatic cell nuclear transfer, where there's a transfer of cells from the nucleus to an, uh, from an adult cell, so that in this case, it was the mammary gland cell. Now, it was transferred to an unfertilized oocyte, which is a developing egg cell that has had its cell nucleus removed. Yes. So the the oocyte, the unfertilized oocyte, they take the DNA, the any any previous DNA from that egg cell is taken out. Wiped it out. Wiped out completely. So all you're left with is the the outer layer of the egg that develops into the embryo and then you insert the DNA that you want to to clone. Correct. That's that's literally it. It sounds easy. Yeah, you, you wipe the hard drive, put new data in. Yeah. 
There you go. That's a good way to put it. There you go. Yeah. So somatic cell nuclear transfer, that's just, it's the same process for embryonic cell nuclear transfer. It's just with an adult cell. Correct. An adult cell. You're taking the data from an existing computer and from, making from an a old copy old computer. Of it. <laughs> from an older computer. <laughs> so my MacBook 2012. So now we get to the crazy part because the egg is never fully fertilized. You don't have the egg coming together with a sperm cell and then cell division happens and that's how you get your baby. No, they had to stimulate cell division. Mitosis. We all heard that that term in biology. Mitosis versus meiosis. Yeah. I remember my my bio 101 in college professor had some song about it. I don't remember it, but I have no idea. And I also barely went my first time taking biology, but if you ever listen I'm sorry, I don't remember your name, but you were a fantastic teacher. So the the hybrid cell, the the developing egg cell with the somatic nuclear DNA is stimulated by an electric shock, which I'm not entirely sure how, how you stimulate one single cell again like electrically. I said. It just makes no sense to me. Whatever. That's they did it. Very carefully. And they let they let it um, divide into a blastocyst which is, you know, the last stage before it becomes a fetus, basically. And that blastocyst is implanted into a surrogate mother. So Dolly basically had three mothers. One provided the egg with the DNA wiped clean. Another, the DNA from the somatic cell, which is the mammary gland cell. And the third carried the cloned embryo to term. So, so you have three mothers, no dads. So to make that information more digestible, you've got... The old, you have a new USB with no data. You have the old data from the old computer put on that USB. And then you have a new hard drive that you're going to plug that USB into and download the data. There we go. Did that make we more start, sense? We should start doing like more technology analogies. I think so. I think technology. People... Analogy. Technology. Even, you're right <laughs> over there? What's happening on that side of the room? So Dolly is born. Happy birthday, Dolly. On July 5th, 1996, we just passed. Oh, happy um, delayed birthday. Yeah, happy 24th birthday. Um, that was quick math. Good for you. But given the past cloning experiments, you know, the failing of the different mammals, I guess at, in the 90s, people started getting into the the ethics side of cloning. Well, Dolly you know? is what really like yeah. exploded the conversation. So that's why they held off in announcing the success of the, the experiment. Also to see if she would live a little longer. Because if you announce that you cloned a sheep, two days later it dies. You know, it doesn't hold up. Well, I mean, it's like when somebody, you know, they get a positive pregnancy test. They don't immediately tweet it. You got to make sure, you know, you make it through like the first tweet trimester. It. <laughs> tweet it. So they actually waited six months. Imagine. Cause Seven like, months. Back then, this was, this. I mean, it still is cutting edge technology. But back in 1996, imagine being part of the team that literally cloned a adult living cell and made another living an exact a literal duplicate, copy a an literal copy, copy. Yeah. and you're sitting there at home you can't talk about it. like oh how is you're your looking day, over honey? at your nda you're like oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get i'm gonna get so soon oh how was work today oh we uh nothing i just we hung out at the farm i don't know <laughs> so yeah she's revealed in february 22nd 1997 and instantly like within a month, she's on the cover of Time magazine and Science, the magazine, called Dolly the breakthrough of the year. 
I feel like that is a wild understatement. The it's the the millennium. Well, I wasn't it. They said that mapping the human DNA, but that wasn't that that wasn't until the two thousands. I think the full the the uh, genome project. Yeah, I think that was probably late nineties, early two thousand. Two thousand two. You think so? Email us if you know. Um, so why was she named Dolly? We gave the teaser at the beginning. Do you want you want to take this one? Cool. Thanks for letting me <laughs> drop this one. So if you remember Ian Wilmot, leader of the the group over at the Roslyn Institute, he actually said that Dolly is, and this is a direct quote, Dolly is derived from a mammary gland cell. And we couldn't think of a more impressive pair of glands than Dolly Parton's. So I like how, okay. So you, this is you're a, cloning a sheep. You're cloning a literal animal. You're making an exact copy. Everything's going through your head. Oh, could, could it go wrong? Is it going to grow up? Uh, can we do like more lab tests? No. What do we name her? Hey, I think Dolly Parton's pretty hot and she has nice breastuses. So <laughs> we're going we're gonna to name her after Dolly Parton. Doesn't matter how brilliant these scientists are. At the end of the day, it goes back to boobs, ladies <laughs> yeah, and gentlemen. You always got to have that in the back of your mind. Um, but yeah, that's why Dolly was named Dolly. And I think it's hilarious because it seemed like such a serious thing just all throughout and it just sprinkled that on at yeah. the end. Also, you know, aside from Betty White being a national treasure, Dolly Parton, incredible music. Have you ever listened to Dolly Parton's yeah, music? She's, she's probably the most talented she female artist. So in, incredibly talented. Yeah. Dolly Parton, if you ever listen to this. I think she wrote like three of her number one hit singles in like two days. Yeah, she's brilliant. Also, my beautiful girlfriend Alex loves Dolly Parton too. Shout so. out to Dolly Parton. And my beautiful girlfriend Alex. And your beautiful girlfriend Alex. So Dolly's alive and well. Um, and everyone wants to know, hey, what happened to Dolly? Uh, did she, did she Develop show superpowers? up in movies or, you know, yeah, like a Marvel movie, like the clone sheep, super, super sheep, super Dolly, super, I don't know, we'll we'll work, working title. I'll, I'll email Disney. Uh, we'll tell you what happened to Dolly after a word from our sponsors, from our sponsors after these messages. <laughs> and we're back and we're back. Get it? We both said the same thing because we're clones. Well, you're kind of a clone. Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a fraternal twin, which is the furthest thing from a clone. It's two separate eggs with two separate sperms. Yeah, but you guys look like clone adjacent. We look the same as two regular brothers would look. We just were born ten minutes apart. I disagree. You disagree? Maybe you should talk into the mic better. I was right there. Um. So yeah, is oh is it because here we go? Hang on, Dolly. Dolly. Dolly lived her entire life at the Roslyn Institute. Shout out to Roslyn, Long Island, um, or not? Um, <laughs> Why are we shouting watch, out Roslyn? Go watch Bad Education. Uh, they'll teach you everything you need to know about Roslyn. <laughs> Shout um, out to Fraud. <laughs> so she was bred with a Welsh mountain ram, and produced six lambs in total. So Dolly had kids. She was viable. Yeah. So, which is impressive. Yeah. A copy of another adult sheep was cloned, grew to breeding age, and successfully, you know, had offspring. That's already very impressive. Pretty quick, too. Bonnie was born. In, Bonnie was her, her first lamb. She was born in April of 1998. Two years after. She, well, less than two years after she was born. Poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, 
you're not even a real original. You're a copy of something. And you're not allowed to sleep outside. And make another one. (laughs) So the next year, Dolly produced two additional lambs, Sally and Rosie. And then she gave birth to triplets, Lucy, Darcy, and Cotton in 2000. Cotton, what an adorable name for a lamb. Yeah, because cotton. How cute. Lamb, sheep. Wool. Bob up black sheep. Bob up. Have you any wool? Anyway. So, yeah. So, she was uh, not only viable, but extremely fertile, apparently, because she, she gave birth to six lambs, healthy lambs. Is it, I mean, what, a, what does like a normal sheep give birth to? I don't know, but that seems like a lot. The gestation period of lambs is roughly five months, so they could do two a year, so they could really churn them out. So, she had six in four years. That's amazing. So at the age of four, she developed arthritis, um, which is a real problem with sheep because they don't have really strong joints at the legs. So, and I can only imagine that Dolly was getting fat because she lived inside. I doubt they made her like go run into the woods and come back because you have to protect Dolly. She's the first cloned mammal from a somatic adult cell. How much money went into this? It's probably funded by the government or mm. the the agriculture big cloning institute or something, because that would make sense if you think about you know the Department of Agriculture funding cloning. If you can get it cheap enough, you can just produce cattle oh, like, like nothing. A, a Gutenberg, yeah, <laughs> just churning them out. <laughs> the Gutenberg cattle machine. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Why did they name her Gutenberg? Oh, that's smart. That would have been a good press. name. Yeah, come on, Dolly, because of the boobs. Dumb scientist. Anyway, she's dead now. Um, <laughs> that's that's how you break it, to everybody. On Valentine's Day of two of two thousand three, I don't know why they chose two thousand uh, Valentine's Day to euthanize her, but she was euthanized um, because she had a progressive lung disease and severe arthritis that we mentioned. Um, they think that the disease was not related to her being a clone. Um, I call bullshit. A Finn Dorset, which is the breed yes. that Dolly was, um, has a life expectancy of around 11 to 12 years. Dolly lived six and a half years, so half that because of uh, the lung cancer. Um, you want to talk about the disease? So the autopsy that she underwent uh, showed that she had a form of lung cancer called ovine pulmonary adenocarcinoma. Nice. Yeah, I took science. <laughs> uh, which is it's a fairly common disease of sheep, and it's caused by the retrovirus Jacksit sheep retro. Try that one again. What is that? <laughs> Jacksit sheep retrovirus. Jacksit 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 sheep. Jacksit Jacksit sheep retrovirus. Sorry, I think it's German. Other no, otherwise known as the retrovirus JSRV. <laughs> That's the one I was going to go with originally. So the Roslyn Institute scientists stated they didn't think there was any connection between Dolly being a clone and her getting this form of cancer. Other sheep in the flock had died of the same disease. So it is very possible. You know, yes, she was younger. They do live between 11 and 12 years. She only made it to about six and a half. But again, animals do get cancer. You know, my amazing old golden retriever kyle he only made it to age seven r.i.p kyle love you kyle he was superstar forever uh he was incredible but no that that's a real thing i mean it's it could be 
because of the cloning, but the reality is living organisms, once they make that copy, there's then a divergence of that the expression of the DNA. Different things can happen. You can't happen. really know. Exactly. Because DNA is so unpredictable, what it chooses to manifest and what it doesn't. So, yeah. You, you know. Unless you can really create two separate time and space scenarios where you can replicate it. Other right. Than that. A controlled experiment. But they, you know. These, Not happening. These lung diseases, the retroviruses are a danger for sheep that are kept indoors. That's oh. just a general thing. So the so, fact that Dolly lived inside most of her life, she wasn't allowed to sleep outside. Well, you got to you have to protect no, the absolutely. asset. Absolutely. Like I get it, but which is you know, so sad. It's connected. You know, you made this animal that like out of magic and then just kept it inside. I'm shaking my head. Out it of, wasn't out of magic. It was, it was a was bunch of, of cats with magic stored in their tails. Oh my god. That you, cloned Dolly. Children listen to this. Hey kids, just want to clarify and fact check this for you. No magic in cats tails. This is science. <laughs> so Dolly, an amazing wonder of science and nature um you know she lived a pretty fulfilling life for the for the first not fulfilling but long enough life for the she first, lived a life she lived a life we live in a society dolly was cloned successfully she grew up successfully she bred successfully and then she got cancer successfully so <laughs> what's wrong with you i just think it's amazing it's because, yes, it's possible from an embryonic cell. Everyone's done it. Not everyone. I haven't. Scientists have, have done, it. done it. You're saying this like it's like microwaving your no, dinner. No, from research, I feel like that's very, very common. That's like what you think cloning is, you know? But the fact that someone could scrape off some cells from my skin, gather the DNA, inject it into a DNA-less egg, and clone me, that's terrifying but also i'm very curious about it yeah the, the the cloning has a lot of implications i know there have been many laws that have been passed um pertaining to human cloning um they didn't really put many restrictions on cloning of animals which is how we were able to reanimate re hey. bring back to life reanimator that's a good movie from the 80s at the the pyrenean ibex back yeah. in 2000 this is pretty incredible but not so much because i mean it's basically the same um process that they used on dolly so when i when i said extinct species i know you probably thought oh my god they cloned a woolly mammoth not not as cool sorry um it's a pyrenean ibex uh, native to spain uh the pyrenees mountains right on the northeastern corner of spain that meets with france i'm not reading this by the way i'm looking at you and i'm explaining this, this why is do you have to look at me because i like to make eye contact this I is in like Cat it. catalonia or catalonia i don't know how it is how it's how it's pronounced in Sp in english i know it in spanish say it in spanish you know you want to catalonia oh congratulations <laughs> anyway so skin samples were taken and uh, taken and preserved from the last known specimen and that was in 1999 so they froze it we're going to use it later a team of three scientists, two Spanish, one French, led the project. And it was, like we talked before, it was subsidized by the government of Aragon, which... Good old Aragonian government. Yeah, and it was, it was also connected to the Department of Agriculture there. Yes. Which, I mean, the, it's cool. The benefits of being able to clone farm animals like this to be able to replicate the, the perfect Exa That's cow, what I'm talking the about. The perfect sheep, yeah. the perfect 
whatever thing you are breeding. It's very useful to oh, society. It's incredibly useful. You could argue the ethics behind it, but you know. It's a dicey, dicey place. It is. So they use the same process that they use to clone Dolly, the the somatic adult cell implanted into blah, 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 three different specimens. Um, but the first attempts failed to produce a viable embryo. Because science doesn't always work perfectly. And it's also a specimen that was frozen for a year. Which so. is still pretty cool, though, because like... <laughs> they were able to take the DNA. DNA is very resilient, by the way. It is. Yeah, when it's preserved correctly, it's very resilient. Almost as, as resilient, resilient as, as tardigrades. So <laughs> the embryos were implanted in a domestic goat, though the embryos contained no goat DNA. Again, they wipe the Wipe the USB drive. Yeah. <laughs> and on July 30th, 2003, a clone was born alive, but it died seven minutes later due to a collapsed lung. Right. Malformation of the lungs. So what they think happened is some tiny, tiny, because DNA, you can't see it. If you didn't know, you can't see it with the naked eye. Well, the beginning of when those cells start to split, that is the most crucial time. Yeah, but and they so think there was some DNA left over in the egg. They think that they didn't wipe the, the, the original domestic goat egg. They didn't wipe the whole They drive. think that they left a little bit of DNA left. Huh. Um, but yeah, that, that just the, the fusing of those two DNA strands, it has to be perfect. It has to belong to one specimen and another specimen that are going to come together perfectly. Because this is an ibex. Like, yes, it's a mountain goat. But if you implant it into a domestic goat, there's going to be a tiny different uh, variation of that DNA. And that could cause a lung to not form correctly and make the baby die. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty awful They cloned awful it, though. They just, it just lived seven minutes. Now... It let's, came back for seven minutes. An extinct, let, let's just break it down. An extinct species was cloned and came back to life for seven minutes before saying, oh, what did you do to me? And then died from a collapsed lung. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> Kill oh, that's me. so sad though. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the actual implications of cloning. Right? Oh, no. So. Okay, your conspiracy hats on. No, no, no. No conspiracy hats. Hold on. Before you start, do you think there are any human clones? Yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent. Me too. I just wanted to agree on that. I <laughs> do not believe the Chinese government hasn't done this. The I, the South Koreans have done it. Clone people? They they have looked into it, but they haven't mm. released any records. Well, I mean, there was the this isn't a clone person, but the genetic ma manipulation of a pair of twins in China by right. the I can't remember the the scientist's name, but he manipulated their DNA to make them resistant to HIV. And Which in, in and of itself is amazing. It's incredible. And this yeah. guy thought, all right, I bent some ethics rules here. I'm going to be, you know, the star of the science world. Mm -mm. He got in a lot of trouble. The scientific, the scientific community absolutely just attacked the guy because it, it's there are some dicey. Yeah, it's it's because like, all right, one of the things that could be done. I say I'm Jeff Bezos. Shout out to Jeff Bezos hey, Jeff. for having all the money. He's always listening. If I'm Jeff Bezos. I want to live forever, right? Yeah. I mean, you have I all that money. You, I see where you're going, yeah. So why wouldn't I just create a farm of little Jeffs? So when my body starts to break down, I get a new liver. Like, I get a new Have lung. you seen the movie Moon? No, you with Sam Rockwell. To see this. So uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Don't it. Don't tell me. Oh, God, he just screamed. Okay. Clones. 
<laughs> and moon. But yeah, the the ethical implications of cloning a human being. Say that say that human being is still alive and you make a copy out of them. Who becomes who? There will be an exact copy of two humans. But not an exact copy. It'll be a baby of me. No, no, but it'll be genetically it'll be an exact copy. So That's could, the point of cloning. I could raise myself to be a better version of myself. That's where I was going at with the curiosity. Like I would love to like raise myself. I don't know. I was a real handful <laughs> when I was a child. No, but you could correct that. No, but it's a different person. It is. That's and that's that's the next argument. The the nature versus nurture um, idea of it. It would become a different person if you it know, would be yeah absolutely like different experiences. One hundred percent different different generation. It would think Facebook's stupid. Exactly. Like it's it's just DNA genetically. You are the same person. Well, I mean, you're not transplanting memories. That's a whole other Ooh, downloading your brain. Well, that's what we're getting eventually. We're going deep. We're I mean, going deep. The re- all right. So do I think cloning should be allowed? I don't know. Do I think that we should be able to modify genetics? Yeah, I think so. Uh, when it comes to uh, resilience well, with diseases and, you know, antibodies, all of that. I don't think it should be applied for people that are looking for an in vitro fertilization and be like, hey, I want my kid to have blue eyes, brown hair, blah, 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 blah. Make him good at sports. Give me that. Disagree strongly. Like you can like, yeah, you can like shop for a kid now. Well, that's, which is, so that's, I think, where the the racism and stuff that is happening yeah. now, it's going to become classism because those exactly. who have more money are going to be able to create bigger, stronger, faster, smarter children. They'll those children are going to succeed. It's... And don't tell me that's not what's connected. That movie? No, that's not. Don't tell me that's not connected to what uh, Hitler and um, Mengele. What's the name of the Mengele? Mengele, like that's exactly what they were trying to do. Um, they no. were using genetics, yes. to improve. No, they were they were trying to perfect the Aryan race. I'm talking about the experiments that they were they were doing. I don't think it was. Have you seen Overlord? It's a real bummer what they did. What they did was, I mean. I, I in no way, shape, or form do I support Dr. Oh, Mangala no. as a Jew. Absolutely not. Um, but I think they were trying to do things that they couldn't, you couldn't do today. They were trying to figure things out. That being well, make said, the perfect soldier, all of that. Well, you know? that I think is absolutely happening for anyone who thinks that our government, the Russians, the Ch- I mean, Russia cheated like blatantly. Isn't that what Captain America is about? Yeah, yeah. I haven't I mean, watched it, so I don't know. I find it very hard to believe that in some bunker deep in like corn country in the middle of America, there's some just underground thick, Rockies, some thick neck, <laughs> eight foot tall soldier just benching twelve hundred pounds. I am ready. I am ready. I am ready. <laughs> see, do you see how weak I am? I can't even emulate this creature's voice. Oh, Anyways, man. a lot goes into the ethics science and just i think it eventually will happen i think so too um just think about the successful cloning of a mammal which isn't really that much different from the successful cloning of a human um that happened 24 years ago think about the advancements and just the new research that has come out since it's possible it's 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 impossible to not be possible to clone a human right now no it's Absolutely it's possible. It's 100% possible. Think about what a cell phone was like in 1996. Oh, the flip the flip ones or the big brick ones. Yeah, they were like No, they had the they had the flip one that flipped to the with the with the top. 
Oh, that that, that was a big pile of garbage. Yeah. So fast forward now to the phone that you have now where the you can computer. control a missile from space. So imagine what could be done. All yeah. I'm saying is there are super soldiers in the mountains. We're sorry to scare you, um, but yeah, Dolly, named after Dolly Parton's boobs, was a sheep. Shaking my head. Cloned from an adult cell, and it was the first mammal to be cloned from an adult cell. In 1996, by a bunch of English embryologists. And happy belated birthday and RIP to Dolly. Wait. Oh, I thought I thought you meant Dolly Parton. No, I was no, like, no. It's Dolly, Dolly Parton's, Parton's okay. Dead? Oh my god. Dolly's okay and my heart just <laughs> went. <laughs> I was like, that'd be, she's not dead. That'd be a real gotcha moment. Oh man. No. I hope by the, the time this episode just hold off Dolly and Parton until this episode comes out. Man, I hope she listens be, to this. Yeah, that'd be Should a Should we bummer. send this to her? Anybody, if you know Dolly Parton, send her this podcast. Just hello at dollyparton.com, I guess. Um, thank you for listening uh, the cloning 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 uh, episode edition of let's talk about cool animals and uh, we'll we'll see you on Wednesday for a uh, oh yeah a creepy crawly surprise oh yeah I don't, I'm not looking forward to it's that a nightmare <laughs> a nightmare of a bug um, oh, so remember to subs- you said creepy crawler there's no other creepy crawler it's a bug so thank you for listening bacteria uh, leave a five-star review or four-star review or whatever. No, five-star. No, no, any sort of acknowledgement at this point five will star. help. Um, subscribe. Check us out on YouTube. Just type in Let's Talk About Cool Animals, Wiped Out Wednesdays. Also, what coming soon, the Let's Talk About Cool Animals website. Oh, yeah. We're working on a website. But so it's not don't up tell yet. Anyone. We're going to have some really cool gear in there, some stickers, and some other fun surprises. Yeah, and some, some special bonus things bonus swag yeah um so thank you for listening again we love you all stay safe recycle and compost go hug your neighbor and be kind to each other yeah so i'm gonna play music now all right goodbye goodbye